Hey, tonight on the show we have our first guest, the leader of the Mitch Lang Band, going to star in a new movie, my best friend of 30 years, Mitch Lang. Hope you enjoy the show. Tonight on the show, we got Mitch Lang, my friend, 20 years or more. 20, more than that. We're getting yeah. close to 30 at this point, bud. Are we getting close to 30? Well, we, see, I'm 35. We met when we were what? We were like oh. six, seven years old. Damn, dude. It has been more like 30 years. God, yep. man, we're getting old, man. Because I, I remember screaming, you're my best friend for 20 years at like a New Year's Eve party like 10 years ago. So. <laughs> Jeez. You know, it's like those seem like yesterday to me, that kind of stuff, you know? I get it. I mean, you remember which which party I'm talking about, right? Uh-uh. No, I, I, I wish I did. Chad is. Oh, Over I remember that course. night. That was one of my more stupid nights there. I probably <laughs> did some dumb shit. I, I, you know, I people... I try to get people to tell me stories about me for this show because the honest to God truth is I just have forgotten everything that I've done. I forget it until I talk to somebody like you and you're like, Oh, you remember that time you did so-and-so or that time this happened? And I'm like, Oh yeah. I remember that. I just don't well, think about that stuff very often. I try to block it out of my mind. <laughs> to be that's honest. a, that's a very like a defense lawyer would love that. Oh, response. You just a defense lawyer said. would love me. They'd be like, this guy has no clue what he did. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no 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 telling what happened. You still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. You just went black. My uh, uh, my has no memory of that, Judge. Yeah, no memory. Absolutely. And they could talk to me and legitimately go, Yeah, he has no memory of that. So let's talk about we're talking about our history a little bit. I guess we already are. Yeah, so we've been friends for 30 years, met in the fourth or fifth grade, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, that, that puts us at officially old. You know, it's um, the, I remember the first time I ever saw you ever. Uh, this is uh, the memory that comes to my mind whenever I think about that. I'm on the playground and I'm with I'm walking with Landon Ragsdale. I'm not sure if you remember him or I remember not. remember Landon Ragsdale. Yeah, he was a pretty good guy. And I remember you and I'm pretty sure Justin Hare and Justin Poole yeah. were out there on the playground chasing each other. And the first time I ever knew of your existence was you were running, being chased by one of them, and you smashed into me. Yeah. And you had a Confederate flag on as a cape. Right. And I remember hey, this was in the 1990s. It was still acceptable. Yeah, this is like 1993, guys. Yeah, we could still you, you know, could still do that. It wasn't that. Like, it was kind of like cute when you did it back then. It was a much <laughs> different time back then in Monroe, Louisiana, in the Deep South. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't everybody had like Confederate flag lunch boxes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it 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 doesn't change anything now, but back then that's just the way it was, you know. Yeah. But uh, you smashed into me and you kept running. And I turned around and it was like, who are you supposed to be? And the, like you turned to me and just said, I'm a rebel and kept running. And yeah, that we was the first time. We were probably playing because we were all really into history at that young age. Like me and Justin Hare and Justin Poole, uh, we were all into history at that time. So like the, the Civil War would have been a big deal to us because it happened in the South. And, you know, we could follow those lineages pretty easily uh and i know we had been on a field trip to the battlefield park in vicksburg recently so that was mm. i could hear those peas coming man that's why i get that pop filter 
but we had been to a battlefield park already. And so we were pretty geeked up on <laughs> the Confederacy <laughs> and the North and all that stuff. And, you know, that's just how it is. We were kids playing. And it's just the way it was whenever you were a kid in the South. I mean, like, people can make whatever judgments they want about that. But, I mean, that's just the way it was for us. Just the way it was. So we've been playing music together. I'm not right now, we're not. But we've been playing music together for, what, year? Since Pretty much our whole musical career we've been playing together. We started pretty much at the exact same time like i remember i remember i started playing music a little bit before you like yeah. you know yeah you were already at, playing guitar pretty well by the time i got to want to play and drums I, and i had been in that praise and worship band with neil and kevin and chris for yeah. about a year and that gave me very bad expectations about bands <laughs> but i just but i just remember thinking like oh man it's cool that i'm doing this but uh Heath needs you know I need I need to start a rock band with Heath that's rock what band. all I just kept thinking about yeah, yeah I need to start just, a rock band the praise and worship was fine but we needed a rock band we needed a rock band we started off we had a little well one method was kind of the real genesis wasn't it yeah uh, yeah one method it we was, didn't have anything we called anything else before that so no uh, I remember a lot of really bad uh name ideas I can't remember um, any of them. I just remember one method coming out of the pile. I remember one was apocalyptic. That, that was one of them. And I tell you, uh, apocalyptic. apocalyptic. <laughs> we didn't even know what that meant at that age. Yeah. I tell you and, one uh, thing I have found about early band stuff and, and something I don't miss is the drama of bands. Oh, yeah. Bandmates are a bunch of drama queens. I don't man. even have a girlfriend over drama, man. <laughs> I, I can't and handle it. Being in a band is like having three to five other girlfriends all at the same time. So that kind of gets me into my next question. You know, we done the Heritage, and that was kind of the biggest, I think for me, the biggest band. Well, that was because I was the lead vocalist, I guess. Well, but that I was mean, the biggest band we did together as far as I was concerned. The Heritage is still one of my favorite uh, bands that I was ever in, period. Like, it was a I lot of fun. Some of my like favorite and best stories are from the Heritage playing live. That, and that's that, still, that's what get, ended it for me was when it stopped being fun. Like it started yeah. being, and, and, the, and the honest to God truth is that that was when the band was starting to get real popular. And you think, you know, like, how does every time I die handle it? You know, that's a job for them now at this yeah. point. That's a career. So that that's, it can't be fun anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's funny sometimes, I imagine, but the reality is it's not so, the backstage stuff and all that stuff. You grow out of that. They're in their 40s, <laughs> you know, and they're still well, doing it. I don't know, man, because, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. Yeah. And I never, I never stopped. And, you know, like, you can say what you will about what that means. You can call me Angel Storm, what have you. Yeah, I do call you but, Angel Storm. Uh, <laughs> Angel Storm. But, Those guys are know, probably still going at it, man. They are. They, they, they absolutely are. They're and, in their 60s and they're still hammered and, down. And, hey, I got nothing but applause for them. It's not my cup of tea, but you know what? That's what they like to do, and they're still doing it, so... I got to respect that because I'm 
as much as I don't want to admit it, I'm doing the same thing, you know? Like, well, you, I, you enjoy it, you know? Yeah. You enjoy it. I got to where I wasn't having fun. I like playing, like, with you and Jeremy. You know, I like doing that, hanging out. Like, we did that night, just drinking a little bit, hanging out, playing. Yeah. I like that. But when it comes to, like, touring and taking time off work and stuff like that, I'm just not into that. I, I got other stuff to do when I got time off work. I think yeah, it's just not that. my main hobby anymore. I get that, but, you know – my you know charles lang is the thing is the guy that put that travel bug in me called rambling fever man merrill haggard named it rambling fever well that's the one that gave it to me i used to take all those trips with him as a kid on the old truck whenever he oh yeah uh during the summertime i didn't have school i would go ride with him for sometimes weeks at a time and so you just really just fell in love with traveling then yeah i got i got the bug then and you know, music and and acting and movies are the, the two things that keep me traveling. And so it's my two big passions, and it just happens to coincide with uh, my third big passion, which is traveling. Yeah. yeah I like traveling. I like uh, – but I like traveling, like, going to different places, getting drunk, trying the food out. That's what I like to do, you know. Uh, you can't do that when you're playing music. I guess you can, but it's harder to do because you're not making any money. Well, (laughs) here's the thing, like any musician that plays for, you know, multiple years, decades, what have you, they all at some point in time kind of need to come to terms with a few things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I came to terms after the heritage and definitely after Prester John, I just kind of came to terms with like, the fact that I'm never going to, I'm never going to be rich doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm never going to, I'm never going to be famous doing this. I'm never going to like, I'm never going to reach a certain level doing this. Like if I was going to do that, that time would have happened by now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you've came to grip for this as a hobby and. Yeah. And it's, it's more, it, it, it is more than just a hobby because you know, like when I when people think of tell me hobbies and they say, you know, oh, music is a hobby. Whenever I picture a hobby, I picture something like building model cars gotcha. or something like going out and bird watching or, you know, like things that you just do on the weekends, which, you know, I do a lot of this stuff on the weekends, but I'm still the same person all during the week, you know, like. Gotcha. So it's, it's even, passion for you. It's not just hobby. Yeah. I like mean, hunting for I, me is a hobby because I don't do it when it, when it, I hunt when it's hunting time, but otherwise I don't do it. I don't like study it. And, and there are guys who do, you know, yeah. I just don't. It's uh, you, you have to come to terms with, with reality and passion. And it's sometimes a lot of people have a hard time uh separating that reality with what they wish things so would be like when we come to reality and passion we're talking about that let's talk about the mitch lang band okay how did how did you you come up with that after the heritage i know that i think you had done uh pressure john for a little while and then that yeah. ended for whatever reason so you came to the uh, Mitch Lang project or Mitch Lang band. I call it project. It's, not project. it's the Mitch Lang band. I, I, I'll accept anything else, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was how Prester John ended 
that made me just, it really turned me off to the idea of doing traditional bands again, you know, like, and this was something that me and you talked about while we were doing the heritage, but I never wanted to pull the trigger on it just because I didn't want, I didn't want people to think that we were assholes or people to think that we were being dicks or that we had this, ego issue you know let, like let, I was, let me tell you something people thought i was an asshole <laughs> they already did think that I, yeah but i didn't <laughs> want people to think that about me you know I like I've, you. I've always <laughs> like it's fine if very, you take the bullet <laughs> yeah like you can take all the bullets you want man like <laughs> by that point in time you'd already taken a few that you were willingly <laughs> willingly deserved you know yeah 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 you don't you don't look there's a reason I'm completely alone most of the time. And that's because I've, I've built this nest. That <laughs> reminds me of a heritage story. I want to say real quick. All right. Get I'm, at sure it. You, I'm sure you remember this, but I remember we were playing at tsunami and you, we were all very wasted. So whenever I say you were drunk, don't think that I'm saying that I was sober. I was drunk too, but I remember this guy just randomly walking past the venue with a sleeveless shirt on. And you just started berating this poor stranger <laughs> about his sleeveless shirt whenever, you, like, that was the thing that you were telling the crowd at the time, rip your sleeves off. I want yeah, that was the shirt. big thing. I wanted sleeveless shirts at our shows. <laughs> so, meanwhile, you go outside after the show and this poor random stranger is walking by with the sleeveless shirt and you're berating him about the shirt. I can't and imagine I remember why. Him, him <laughs> saying a few words talking about how he's going to come up there and kick your ass. And I remember turning to you and saying, hey, bud, I get it. Uh, you're kind of being a dick right now. I'm not going to let this guy beat the shit out of you. But if he comes up here and gives you one, I'm gonna let him give you one. <laughs> you had because, one coming because <laughs> you you're you deserve one right now. Like I'll yeah. let him get you one time if he hits you if he goes to, like tackle you and keep on going. Yes, I'll intervene. But you kind of have one coming right now. Look, I'm not trying to save face here when I say that I don't recall that at all. I I know that it happened, but I don't recall it. Like. People say, oh, you, I don't believe that people get so drunk they don't remember everything they did. I remember, I know that people get drunk enough where they kind of like, eh, it's fuzzy, but it's just time has passed and I have just blotted that memory out of my head. So I don't, I don't remember that happening, but I'm sure it did. You know, I used to get really drunk too, man. I used to get shitty. We all used to. That's the thing, we all used to. How did we sound good? I think we were just so loud that we <laughs> that it sounded okay. And I think also I think the crowds were just as drunk as we were. So or they were really into the drunkness. Oh, maybe, maybe because I, I do know. also I do also remember like the band like members getting into fist fights on stage at different times. Like I remember that I remember time Jordan that, uh, hit me with a bass yes. one time because I accidentally That's- hit him with a microphone stand. Yeah, yeah. Y- y'all's accidentally's are a little bit. Uh, whenever someone says, "Oh, I accidentally hit them," that implies that the force was not that bad. Yeah, no, but, it was uh, bad enough. It about knocked him out. Like I threw a steel microphone, like it was a steel based microphone stand. I threw it into the crowd. I thought <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I hit Jordan right in the face with it. Apparently, about knocked him out, and he got up, and hit me with the bass, and did knock me out for like a split second on stage. Like 
I remember like grabbing your amp and just holding myself up while I was, I was like, I passed out for like a split second and got and shook back and then just went right back into the song. But I remember passing out for like a split second. Hell, I, I remember all the way down though. I remember whenever the original Heritage was on tour back in 2006 and we played that Cabot, Arkansas church building and you brought a steel chair onto the stage <laughs> and it basically just became WWF hardcore wrestling. While that was we just were... to protect myself from Cody, man. Cody. <laughs> Cody, let's talk about you. So you formed the Mitch Lane Project out of, you know, I'm sick of having to deal with other people's egos, kind of. Pretty much. Uh, and another thing, too, like at that point in time, there was with my work, there was a, uh, a kerfuffle with my insurance. And I was going to be going a full nine months without their insurance coverage. Yeah, with, with a child. Yeah. With, yeah. And it was 2017. So uh, I had a two year old at the time. So, because I was also playing in other bands whenever I started the Mitch Lang band. But it became one of those things that I had to drop everything that I was doing. And if I was going to play music, I had to focus on uh, doing a solo project where I go to restaurants and I play the covers and I, you know, I give in and do all the things that I've been fighting against, you know. I don't know why you career. hate it so much. I enjoy that kind of stuff. I like playing covers. I've been playing. I started playing covers, though, you know, with my dad's band. So I like playing covers. Crowd. I like, like playing. I like playing covers. All right. Fine. Especially depending on the song. Some covers I like play like uh, Billy Idol's "Rebel Yell." I yeah, like you do, you do really really well with that song, actually. Well, thank you. But I hate like, to give I you would... a compliment, but <laughs> <laughs> but I would rather play that song than some of my own songs sometimes, you know. But it's uh, a crowd reaction for sure. So I get it and I understand, and that's why I did it because I knew, like, all right, I gotta I gotta man up if I'm gonna do this. I need to do everything I can in my power to make as much money as I can to supplement this income issue that I'm having. And for a while, it was just me with the acoustic guitar because I didn't want to bring anybody else in because I couldn't afford to pay anybody because I needed to keep all the money, you know? Yeah. And and Monroe, you know, they only want, if you're going to play in Monroe, they want you to be a jukebox. You know, they, they don't this. That's most of Northeast Louisiana. That's how it is. It's really yep. weird. They My don't dad, want we to played play all originals. over the country and there wasn't you were playing and you played the music they wanted to hear, you know. Yep. They, they, they want the same. They want the same 30 songs over and over and over again. That's people have been playing for the past 30 years. Do you, over and do you over think and over that's again. to blame on like just we only have top 40 radio stations? Like all even the country, I listen to a lot of radio and it, all of the stations, no matter what genre, are just top 40. Like yeah. Very rarely do you get a radio station. The the days of the original DJ who plays weird music that you've never heard of, those have been gone for yeah. our whole life. And they didn't exist in our life. Yeah. I mean, now it's replaced by podcasts like this, like podcasts and playlists. That's yeah. where you're going to put your uh, eclectic stuff nowadays. That's where younger people do for sure. Yeah, uh, I listen to more podcasts now than I do anything. I I only listen to podcasts almost. I like on Fridays. I make myself new music Friday. I just turn on a random playlist when I'm driving, 
listen yeah. to any music. That's just something so I can get out of the, you know, don't stay in the box, you know, basically. Like, and lately I've been liking Miley Cyrus a whole lot. Hey, and that's your prerogative. I jumped into Whiskey Myers. Really, really love Whiskey Myers a whole lot. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Nope, nope. I, pretty, I don't. Pretty big band, but they're countryish, so it's not really your genre. I don't really listen to a whole lot of top forty. Period. I they're mean, not top forty now. Whiskey Myers are they're like Texas red dirt country kind of sound. All right. I they're mean, like underground you, country. You know that I pretty much have been following the same fifteen bands since high school. Yeah, like whatever whatever bands I was listening to in high school, I have kept up with them their entire career, pretty much. And if they broke up, I waited for them to come back because they always come back. They Nobody. come back. They love the fucking attention and the music. You got to do it. It's and it's fun. the dude. I, I I get it. I totally understand. I'm not gonna make fun of any of those bands for quitting and coming back. I get it. Yeah. Like, even when 